and welcome to another episode of Worldwide Wonderful Women. I am your host, Paula Harris, and this podcast is for women who are all about learning how to live in God's divine power when yours is diminished. It is produced on behalf of Transformed Worldwide Ministries. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to episode number 345, entitled Killing Comparison, Part 1. Blessings to all of you for joining Lindsay and I this month. We believe our topic for this month will be insightful for you and others that you know. First, I want to acknowledge Lindsay Harrell. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining me again this week. Thank you. It's a pleasure having me. I really appreciate it and love being on with you. So thank you. The feeling is mutual. (laughs) Well, you may have recently heard a report that nearly three in five teen girls, that's 57%, said that they felt persistently sad or hopeless. Now, that's the highest rate in a decade. Mm. The mental health of teen girls after this pandemic Mm -hmm. is very alarming. So before I forget, though, I want to give you the number 988. And that is the suicide hotline that all of us should know. So again, the suicide hotline, in case you need to call it for anyone, is 988. Well, there are several things that have contributed to these girls' mental decline. Today, Lindsay and I would like to touch on one area that has impacted girls and women of all ages. It's the trap of comparison. And Satan uses this trap against all of us. So whether it's shampoo and who has the shiniest hair, or the smallest waist to fit into your pants, or the number of followers on social media. When any of us as women compare ourselves with other women and what they have or what they are doing or achieving in their lives, we're setting ourselves up for defeat. Mm, Yes. Right? We're setting ourselves up. Well, each one of us is unique and has a special beauty of our own. But this truth has to be received and believed, right, Lindsay? Yes, it really does. Nola Jones has written a great book, and it's entitled Killing Comparison. The subheading is Reject the Lie, You Aren't Good Enough, and Live Confident in Who God Made You to Be. Now, if you or someone you know is struggling in this area, I would recommend this book and sharing our podcast from this month. So today and next week, we're going to touch base on a few things that Nona covered in her book. Well, let me ask you a few questions. What do you love about yourself? How would you answer that? What negative self-talk seems to repeat itself in your mind? Who are you jealous of and why? What makes you feel insecure or threatened around other women? 
How do you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror? In Romans chapter 8, verse 31, it states, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Now you've heard that verse. The answer sometimes is that we're against ourselves. We forget that God truly is for us, mm. right? What more can he do to prove his love and acceptance of us? He sent his only begotten son to die in our place and to take our sin punishment so that we can have eternal life and have that life abundantly. But the redemptive work of Jesus must be received by faith. The yeah. fact that God yeah. is not a respecter of person and you are just as important and valuable as the next person has to be received by faith as well. It does not matter how young you are or how old you are. You're precious in God's sight from the time he formed you in your mother's womb. There's no need to let comparison or insecurity overwhelm you. Now, Lindsay and I looked at this book and we thought that there were some great parts of the book that we felt would really bless you if you take time to read it. Now, Lindsay, Nora mentioned in her book that the core of insecurity is the need to be worthy. Also, that instead of inspiring us to be better, toxic comparison convinces us that we aren't worthy. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, yes, I would agree that insecurity can be rooted in the need to be worthy. But I also truly believe that the core of insecurity is pride. That's why Nona mentioned and referred to um, this point in her novel, that humility needs to be our superpower. Those that are humble will take the focus off themselves and choose not to make their decisions based on their own thinking, but to rather decide on things um, based upon God's truth. Mm, okay. All right. That's important. Yes. Lindsay, people can be harsh, you know, with their words and just mm -hmm. the way in which they feel that someone should measure up to what they imagine. Yes. <laughs> or, or, Other or than what, what God says. Yeah. yeah you know, or, or, or what their standards are. And it, it happens all the time. You know, I know like with me, when I was younger, I tried to be so perfect because everybody had opinions as to who and what I should be. And that even when you're trying to strive with perfectionism, that leads to insecurity because yeah. you never know whether you're measuring up to what others feel you should be and do. And that can go through adulthood. And I don't know how many corporate people right now in trying to perform and to be perfect really have issues with insecurity and are really comparing themselves with others. And that's just, that just leads to nowhere. Yes. And I definitely have experienced plenty of moments in my life. And that's why I appreciate the book that Nona wrote on killing comparison, because it really helps to 
help us focus on what is true, but then also kind of detox ourselves from toxic comparison. So that is a huge blessing. Now, another statement from the book is those with true humility derive their self-view from God and not people. Please comment on what humility has to do with killing comparison even further, Lindsay. Yes, humility has everything to do with killing comparison because without humility is impossible for us to really truly live accordance to God's will for our lives. Because if we are not humble, then we are prideful. Mm -hmm. And to be prideful, you could either be someone who's thinks you are thinks highly more than they ought to of themselves in an ungodly view or much lower than who God has said that they are. But in general, to be prideful, that means that you are focused on yourself and you're not focused on how God wants you to do things and how he sees you. And that reminds me actually of King Saul, the story of him and David. That's like a really good story that um, I've always been impacted by. And King Saul was someone who struggled to faithfully serve God at points in ways that he should have in his leadership. I will never forget how it says in Samuel that the tragedy of King Saul um, committing suicide was just heartbreaking because he just chose to um, see that David's achievements were worth more than what he was supposed to be doing in mm-hmm. his, um, what God had called him to do. And the whole story is just about um, King Saul making decisions where he did not choose to follow God and when he needed to in his leadership. And therefore, Saul eventually became more jealous of David, when he rose to the occasion and was serving God faithfully, and it says in 1 Samuel 18, 6-9, when David returned from killing the Philistine, the women came out and all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul, playing songs of joy on timbrels. The women sang as they played and said, Saul has killed thousands and David, his 10,000s. Verse eight goes on to say, then Saul became very angry. This saying did not please him. He said, they have given David honor for 10,000s, but for me, only thousands. Now, what more can he have but to be king? And verse nine ends out saying, and Saul was jealous and did not trust David from that day on. I remember how... Nona in her novel was speaking on the fact that she also had points where she struggled with humility and that turned into jealousy. So instead of humbling herself and choosing to live in a way where she is serving others, but also being true to the identity that God had given her, she therefore felt always intimidated around those that were having moments where they were being acknowledged for their achievements because she was not humble. And so she struggled with that comparison. And so it's just really, really key when I read this verse that it's just important that we acknowledge what people are saying, and we have a keen ear to knowing 
what's the difference between truth and what is not and not to twist what people are saying and to take it the wrong way. Toxic comparison can lead us to disobedience. It can cause us to not be able to perform to the best of our ability with the giftings God has given us. Most definitely, Lindsay. When you think about it, pride comes before fall. And so thank you. That was great insight. I appreciate your sharing that. Now, some other key points that Nona makes in her book are what we believe in our hearts matter more than what we know in our minds. Because we can know scripture or whatever, but if we don't believe it in our heart, it's not going to do us any good. Another one was true or false toxic words reverberate or they ring in our hearts long after they're spoken. Proverbs 18 verse 21 states, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So you can wound another person's soul just by the words you speak. We need to ask God to heal the wounds of our soul and be careful what we listen to and believe because we can be allowing damage to come into our own souls. Another thing is your only competition is the person that you were yesterday. So instead of looking around at others, purpose to focus on yourself alone and allow God to transfer you into a better version of yourself than you were previously. Here is humility again, what Lindsay was talking about. You fully occupy the role that you're in presently, not looking at someone else and wishing you were or had what they have. You don't need to put all of this energy in trying to be somebody else. Spend your energy in being fully who God designed you to be. Then... You can celebrate the success of others honestly because you too are being successful. So taking steps of growth in your own life is important and focusing on who God made you to be is more important than focusing on someone else. Lindsay, do you have any final thoughts? It really is so important that we not allow toxic comparison to convince us that we are unworthy Honestly, it breaks my heart whenever I look at the story of King Saul, but it's also a very good learning lesson and reminder that if I'm not operating in where God wants me to be in my gifts and talents and being just the way he wants me to be, then I am missing out and focusing on everyone else other than myself. And I'm not able to perform to the fullest of my potential. And I see that in the story of King Saul and David. And this is my encouragement to others as I encourage myself every single day. Do not let the enemy um, use toxic comparison to steal the joy and the opportunities that God gives you every day just to live and thrive in being yourself. Most definitely. Thank you, Lindsay. I trust that you heard something that encouraged you today and that you will join us again next week as we continue to share some pointers on killing comparison in your life. And until then, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening. To make sure you do not miss any future episodes, 
please subscribe to our podcast. We want all to be able to live in God's divine power when theirs is diminished. Also, sign up for our monthly newsletter on our website, twmforjesus.org. Please do share our podcast with others. And Lord willing, we'll be together next month.